it even more. Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Nick. This is episode 247 for June 11th, 2020. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. This is Nico. Hey, it's Nick. Hey! The crew's all here. We're back on Skype. (laughs) Yes. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And it feels like it's a can and and a string. Yeah, right? It it feels like the old days of communication. Yeah. Video killed the Jitsi star. Or something <laughs> like that. We've been using Jitsi forever. Well, not forever. A month or two. Maybe since March, since the pandemic. But we were yeah. having problems with that today. Jitsi was assassinated in Austria. Well, maybe it's sparking because... Sparking a, a global <laughs> war. <laughs> maybe it's because it's noon when we're recording this and people are actually using Jitsi for meetings and important things. Oh... That's an excellent thought. I yeah. never even thought about it that way. Yeah. People have jobs, don't they? Yeah, right? But aren't yeah. people going back to work? Didn't we beat coronavirus? Yeah, we crushed the curve. That's what I, th- I heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought we crushed the curve. That's what I heard. Yeah. So did you hear that there's like record numbers again in Texas, Arizona, and Florida? Yes. Like Florida reported the highest numbers in a single week than they ever have. Yes. Yeah, I heard that. Here we go. Strap in, boys. Round two. <laughs> Coronavirus two. Electric Boogaloo is here. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. The second wave. I, I'm calling it. The second wave has begun. This is the second wave. We, I, we've hit it already. I think it's I think you, we are seeing the opening lines to the next chapter of the coronavirus saga. Well, I think we talked about this, but uh, one of the most alarming things ever is that no global pandemic has ever ended without a second wave. Exactly. Right. So it's going to happen, but people thought it would be the fall, but you think it's just now. I think we're seeing the first words (laughs) of the next (laughs) chapter. This is horrible. But yeah. here's the thing. We're definitely not going to shut down now. No, 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 no they're no. not going to do that again. No, I don't think just nobody. <laughs> we will never see Once, what we experienced in March. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like we got NBA games to play. Motherfuckers. Yeah. No shutdown nope. is stopping this train. Nope. I, 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 <laughs> honestly, even looking back on it, I'm shocked at how much we shut down. I'm stunned that we were able to shut down as much as we did. It's yeah. The fa- the fact that everybody kind of went along with it. Yeah. There yeah. wasn't that much resistance. No, no, but we'll never see that again because there's too much resistance now. Yeah. It is kind of weird how everybody just went along with it at first, huh? Yeah. So like an unprecedented move to shut down the entire United States economy it was just like, yeah. Oh Yeah. Let's go for it. Yeah. That's what we got to do. Got to save grandma. It is very weird, though, because I feel like the actually the public perception has completely reversed on it now. I think I think like the majority of the country was like, why the fuck did we do that? <laughs> I think I think if I rec- I mean, OK, you can really learn a lot about society through memes, <laughs> you know, and that first like couple weeks. 
everybody was really happy being home from work. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was like, yeah, you know, I could finally start that garden I've always wanted. I could read that book <laughs> that's been sitting on the shelf. And we then watch after, like, Tiger a King. month. <laughs> right. And then after a month of, like, I can't afford groceries and I haven't started that garden and I haven't read that book. People were done, man. Yeah. You are dead on about that. You are dead on. The the dirty little secret is that everybody was down for this for the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like on board. Like people Free I think a lot of people time. were looking forward to it. Yes. Absolutely. I have a garage to clean out. I have a book to read. Absolutely. And now it's just, yeah, now people are starving and they've been sitting at home for three months and now, you know, protests are turning into riots and it's like, yeah. okay, let's just go back to work i still find it weird the currency in which we we measured the shutdown it it really wasn't in because i mean most we had record employment recently or not i shouldn't say record employment but like a very quick increasing like really quick increase of of employment again afterwards so you can't really measure the pandemic in like unemployment i think it was haircuts and paper towels toilet paper (laughs) (laughs) The, the things that we we really focused on were pretty funny to me yes well i think normalcy right i mean that's what we were fighting for is normalcy you know just like the right to to just live life as we did before which is uh you know i think that's like a healthy perspective we all got though if we learned everything anything from this which i'm not sure we learned much but if we learned anything it's that you know there's a value to going to the barbershop there's a value to going bowling you know, even though you don't do it that often, it's like, oh, yeah, I really miss going to the barber. You know, I um, as a, as a sort of a, a sequel to last week's discussion on glory holes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is still about coronavirus. Don't oh, worry. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if you guys uh, had for your 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 bingo cards or your 2020 bingo cards, but. Uh, apparently, New York City just released a uh, new Department of Health guideline, uh, literally encouraging glory holes. Nice. What? Yes. For what? <laughs> I don't know if you had that on your, on your bingo card. <laughs> the New York City Department of Health has it says, quote, make it a little kinky. Be creative with sexual positions <laughs> and physical barriers like walls that allow sexual contact while preventing close face to face contact. Oh, uh, there's nothing more socially distant than a glory hall. That's what we're learning this is, today. This is our government. Well, the New York City government. They also have masturbate together. Use physical distance and face coverings <laughs> to reduce. Le- so everybody put on your face mask and masturbate in a circle, please. Oh, my God. Is this a real article? Oh, I read it on the New York City Department of Health website. To I confirm. see it right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> So, so apparently they're back in, guys. Glory holes are back. <laughs> I love this quote. If two is company, then three or more is definitely a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, this is Dr. Anthony Fauci approved. Oh, Fauci approves. Wear a face covering, avoid kissing, and do not touch eyes, nose, or mouth with unwashed hands. No more romance in your sex, folks. No more romance. <laughs> just dirty gorilla sex. <laughs> No kissing. <laughs> it's just all eyes wide shut cult party sex. Oh my god! Everybody's wearing face masks, but they're just like the uh, the what are the, what are those parties you go to? Everybody wears like a 
Yeah, masquerade. Like a masquerade party. Right. Yeah. Oh my Heavy God. breathing and panting can spread the virus further. And if you or your partner have COVID-19 and don't know it, a mask can help stop that spread. You are your safest sex partner. Masturbation will not <laughs> spread COVID-19. Amen to that. Especially if you wash your hands and any sex toys with soap and water for at least 20 seconds before and after sex. Are they going to start teaching us how to wash dildos like they taught us how to wash our hands? <laughs> okay, lather every crack <laughs> and rinse and repeat. Oh, oh my, my God. God. And, you know, I also love the uh, the new litter. You know, I, I'm waiting for the articles like the new litter across America because I haven't seen it yet. But like I'm seeing face masks all over the streets. Oh, yeah. Have you guys been seeing this? Yeah, I've uh, seen no. I've seen some people picking face masks up from the beach that are just soaked in in ocean water. Yeah, I'm seeing old, dirty face masks left all over the streets. You know, sexy. Another, another one of the repercussions nobody had thought about. Rimming you know? mouth on anus might spread the virus. <laughs> <laughs> Virus and feces may enter your mouth and could lead to infection. Oh my! God. That is in this PDF from NYC.gov. Rimming, dude. I want to know the frat guy that wrote this thing. What? Yeah. I want to know what twenty-two-year-old got want an internship. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you wanted. Oh, uh, this was definitely a direct order from De Blasio. Dude, make it a little kinky is my favorite government quote of make, all time. Yeah, make it a little kinky. That is so good. I and, and they literally say like walls. Be creative with your sexual positions and physical barriers like walls. Think about it. This governor was a or senator we were talking about last week. Yeah, he would so be a hero today. He would be. That's how crazy 2020 is. <laughs> For those who want to hook up or have sex outside their close circle of contacts, the guidelines advise watching for symptoms and getting tested for COVID-19 on a monthly basis or within five or seven days after the hookup. Oh, my God. Listen, people don't even check if people are STD free. No. Nobody's going to fucking check. No, they just take their word for it. Yeah. Right. Nobody's going to nobody's going to like, oh, let me take your temperature first. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) But excuse me, babe. (laughs) Oh, your t- he just opens the drawer and takes a thermometer out. <laughs> your temperature's a little high. Did I make you that hot, baby? Let's do it. <laughs> uh, I'm really into hot body temperatures. Uh, that's my that's my kink. Oh, yeah. I only I only fuck people 103 degrees higher. <laughs> just sort of my thing you get your anal thermometer out (laughs) oh my god it's for public health yeah for public public health (laughs) that is hysterical oh that's nuts what yeah, I, I came across here? that, and I, I I literally took a screenshot and saved it on my computer for this conversation. Why Why do they need to write? I, I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. At this point, I kind of assume they do these things just because they know it will get media buzz. Maybe. You know? Maybe. Yeah, this seems pretty calculated to me. Because here's the thing. Like, if you're having sex with someone... And they have COVID. You're gonna get COVID. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the hell you do, man. No. 
it doesn't matter if you use a glory hole or not like you're definitely gonna get it right i also can't fathom like trying to tell your partner like hold on let me get the drill i'm gonna bust a hole in this wall (laughs) (laughs) i forgot my drill bits at home you've got do you you have any six inch circular drill bits (laughs) i just i can't fathom it (laughs) oh my god yeah, your living room just has this giant hole through it now. You get insulation to just, just stick it out. It's a little drafty. Yeah. Where, yeah, that's a good point. Where am I going to get a wall for a glory hole? Hey, so go to Lowe's. Like, go to Lowe's, build one, I guess. Yeah. Right? Gotta go to Lowe's. That's it, what this is. This is the Lowe's cabal pushing for this legislation. Oh, that's a that's good point. definitely right. The Home Depot. Every, everybody you see in line at Lowe's and Home Depot are making their glory holes today, folks. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, this is crazy. Crazy times. It is. <laughs> crazy. What a fucking year, man. Yeah. I can't tell if this is the best or worst year of my life. I really can't. It's the most interesting. I mean, I mean that's, that's the right? thing, right? It's, it's just it's the obviously most terrible. <laughs> Sorry. What, is that, what the fuck? I was pulling up another uh, news article. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 been crazy year though. I, I will certainly never forget this year. Uh, this but, is an older article that I had found, but uh, people were peeing their pants as part of the stay at home challenge <laughs> <laughs> on TikTok. People are now posting okay. TikTok videos of themselves wetting their own pants. The pee your pants <laughs> challenge hashtag currently boasts 3.9 million views on TikTok. This was from back in, in May. I, I, I hate TikTok. I oh, hate TikTok. TikTok. I, I do not support censorship in any way, but <laughs> can we just nuke TikTok? Oh, I'd please? love to. <laughs> I hate TikTok. What I, you know, what I hate about it in particular is like we've all known that we're developing the society of people who uh, just want to be famous on the internet and they'll do anything to be famous. But yep. TikTok is like the absolute extreme epitome of that disgusting behavior. Yeah. Right. It just resembles the worst of the worst. Well, and, and it's also a ton of fame for no work. That's the thing about a TikTok. It requires no effort whatsoever. And the app sucks. Well, <laughs> well and the other thing that bothers me too is like we've seen people uh, achieve success through. Well, we've seen Twitter and Facebook and YouTube rise right. to be these big, like, um, giants now. Yep. And so anytime some new app like this pops up, everybody assumes that it's just as important mm-hmm. as those, right? And so people are becoming TikTok famous, like, and making money doing these things. You shouldn't be paying these people because TikTok's going to go away and nobody's going to give a shit about it. Right. Right. You know what right. I mean? It's not actually like, <laughs> it's not a career. Right. When I want to grow up, I want to be a TikTok star. <laughs> yeah. Like people but have found people, a way to turn you, YouTube into a viable thing. You joke, it's, but it's stuck around for a decade. You joke, you know? but kids are wanting to grow up to be TikTok stars. But that's not a job. No, maybe it's not. I don't know, maybe I sound like an old man here. Maybe <laughs> I sound like one of those old farts, but I know I I will bet you all of my money <laughs> that TikTok <laughs> will not be a career in five years. Ugh, I I would uh. hate to bet against it. I'll say that. <laughs> I would hate to bet against it because I bet it's here to stay. 
I mean, to me, it just feels like Vine. It is. But I guess it's not Vine. Well, it's Vine, but but a national security threat, apparently. <laughs> yeah. That's the only difference between but, it and Vine. But we had people get Vine famous. We had people get famous from Vine. Lots of people. And now they're no longer famous. Yeah, and where are they now? They're either not famous, they're on YouTube, or they're Will Sasso. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, but... So unless you can become Will Sasso or turn your career into something that is viable... But well, I, Will um, Sasso at least had a career before I know. Vine. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I know. I know. But um, I'm telling you, like, there, are th- there are these... Uh, girls and boys out there that are absolutely famous in their own like okay for example this Bryce Hall who just got arrested in Texas for for uh, moving uh, marijuana he, he possession he lives in a okay. house with a bunch of other TikTok stars who make shit tons of money it's it's the same from Vine I mean Vine did the same thing to a few people but there are people that we've never heard of. I've I've heard of Bryce Hall now because I don't of the know arrest. who Bryce Hall is. Exactly, exactly. There are so many of those guys though. There's there's like Bryce Hall. There's Cameron Dallas. Have you ever heard of that name? There's nope. there's like Nick Swa- Swafford. Oh my, Rob! Yeah, you spend way too much time on TikTok. Well, I'm telling you, I'm not spending any time on TikTok. But Get the hell off of TikTok, bro! <laughs> I'm telling that is you, it's not appropriate. <laughs> I'm. You're te- in your late thirties. <laughs> <laughs> Get off of TikTok! I'm telling you, though, there are people that are famous that we don't even know why they're famous, and they're making money. Bryce Hall has 8.1 million fans. Exactly. On TikTok. I thought the only way you could get famous without having any talent was making a sex tape, but nope, not yeah. Any. That you know what? What happened to those? Days? I guess the internet has changed. That's, that was a noble way of making some cash, you know. <laughs> well, these what are- happened to the good old days where Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton just showed their titties and became the biggest stars in the world? But here's what happened the, to those. Days? Here's the thing: when the TikTok money dries up. They can go to just for fans or an OnlyFans, and then they can Only start fans, their yeah. then they can start their sex tapes. Yeah, a lot of these people, I bet you, when TikTok does dry up, and it will, a lot of them might move over to somewhere else, maybe somewhere like YouTube or whatever else is the flavor of the day. Yeah. Uh, or Have you we know, talked if- about OnlyFans in the past? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've <laughs> talked about it. Okay. And how confusing it is to me that you would pay for naked pictures and you could just get oh, them for free whenever yeah, you want. Yeah, I think we started that discussion and got sidetracked, but anyway. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As a married man. But my point... (laughs) (laughs) My point is there are tons of famous people that we have never heard of and don't know why they're famous because of TikTok. TikTok's the first app that I feel like I am old man... I have old man syndrome with. Like, I just... I don't get it. I don't get or use Snapchat or I never used Vine either. So, you know... Vine was the shit, man. (laughs) Vine was dope. People liked it. I didn't. I was the uh, only person on Vine. I but didn't yeah, get I'm it. Okay with that. I didn't get it. I use Snapchat a lot. I gotta be honest with you. The more bite-sized information is getting, the less I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Oh. I like long-form content. Yeah. You know. Explains I don't, why every podcast we do is two hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not. I'm not interested in in uh, two-minute things, two-minute clips, or you know two lines like i don't really enjoy twitter 
very much personally. Oh, see, Twitter is will always be my favorite. I, I love think. Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I don't really enjoy it. I, I yeah. use it, but I don't. It's not for me. I Twitter like that it's the, easy to interact with people. Yeah, yeah. But like, I much prefer like watching uh, like all the videos I watch on YouTube are like thirty minutes or more. Right. You know. See, YouTube for me, it feels a little too fractured. It feels like there are too many different worlds that I can't find. You know what I mean? It's like it, it's a little too niche. Like I like a little more consensus. I like when everybody is talking about the same thing. Uh-huh. But YouTube is just like, <laughs> here's a guy that's like really good with Legos. And here's a guy that can build robots really cool. And it's like, it just goes over my head. It's too niche. You know? Sure. That's a good, I like yeah, I see what you mean. Surface level conversation. Like I want everybody just yelling about the, the golden state warriors at once at that. You know, that's why Twitter is my thing. Yeah. Nico just wants to meet people, not have meaningful relationships. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Right. The glory exactly hole right. back to glory holes, <laughs> back to glory holes. <laughs> just like that. Now, but, but again, <laughs> I, my point too, is there are pe- people famous on YouTube that you guys have probably never heard of. You know, there's Jay's two oh, cents. Sure. There's Jay's two cents and there's Linus Tech Tips. You know, those are probably names that you guys haven't heard of, but they're meaningful to me. Excuse you, I follow Linus Tech Tips. Okay. How dare you? <laughs> but I'm betrayed. But no, there there are, there are a ton of these people. This is a thing with the internet, is there there are more and more people popping up who their fame is kind of meaningless. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people who I, I know they're famous for making videos, but, like, I don't understand what their content is. Right. Genuinely. It's just, like, yeah. they just vlog. There, there are people who literally, they just talk to the camera every day. Yep. And they get literally tens of millions of views. Yep. And I well, don't understand it. I, I think this hits on the difference between being famous and being a celebrity. And I think, like, that line is becoming a, a lot uh, more... Um, uh, more etched in stone. Like, it, you, if you were a celebrity, that used to be the only people that were famous. You know, like the Marilyn Monroe's of the world or the Elvis Presleys of the world. It was like it was only yeah. those ten people at any given time. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Now it's like you you can be famous. People can know who you are, but you're not a celebrity. There was a guy on YouTube is not a celebrity. You know, there was no way back in the day for you if you wanted to call Elvis Presley an asshole. You'd have to find yeah. his address. You'd have to figure <laughs> out who his manager is. You'd have to write a letter. You'd have to take it to the post office and you'd have to send it. If Elvis was alive today, you could get on Twitter and go at Elvis. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> and he's going to see it. By and the he's going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> the president of the United States sees your mean tweets. Yes. Yeah. He sees all your tweets. That was he knows not, what you think of him. That was not the case back in the day. <laughs> right. Right. There, so, what, like, you know, there used to be, like, a, a mythology around these people. It used right. to be, like, a, you know, like, an otherworldly quality to be Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Well, and there was also, there was also, like, a, a, a more privacy to for them. Kind of, yeah. In some ways. In some ways. You know ways. what I mean? Like, they had, like, this persona, but it wasn't who they are. You can't hide behind that today. No. Who you are is intrinsically like right, you know, it, like some that of is like, the product. The Hollywood elites, I guess, like have like a little bit of a a uh, little bit more shielding in that sense. Yes, but like especially these like YouTube stars and stuff, like that's it. And anytime there's drama with those people, it's out there. It's but, it, and know? they play it out on YouTube because people love the drama. 
Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Like the Jake Pauls and Logan Pauls of the world. Yeah. What a asshole that dude is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think what it is now is that your identity is the product. It used to be the music was the product yeah. or the movies were the product or, you know, the, the stand-up comedy was the product. Now it's what I look like on a Sunday morning is the product. Mm-hmm. Well, and this it's bikini true, actually, photo of the, me is the product. The person is more important than the product and the brands are more important than the product today. Yes. People, people will, will support inferior products because they prefer the, the brand or the person. Well, there, there isn't a product. A bikini photo on Instagram is not a product. I'm also talking about like corporations, though. I'm talking about like, you know, how also everything has become so politicized and every company and corporation is supposed to take a political stance. That's true, too. You see like Ben and Jerry's now or something. I love Ben and Jerry's, but people are going to buy Ben and Jerry's uh, over any other ice cream right now just because of uh, their stance on recent events and the way they've been very vocal. I, I saw that even like Garfield, the comic strip, took a stance on all of this. It's like, it, uh, is the world really clamoring to get Garfield's opinion on yes. race relations? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, and we wanted to talk about the the Gone with the Wind situation, right? Oh, we did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do a little okay. bit. Cops got interesting. It's interesting. Cops got no, canceled. It's interesting, too, right? Well, yeah. So cops got canceled recently, <laughs> right. which. Is interesting. To so me. did a show called Live PD, which yes. evidently is the highest rated show on cable. Yes, that's insane. Yes. So, what's interesting is I understand if people are saying like, "What's your stance on this?" or they're demanding you take action. But in these cases, it feels like these these uh, companies are are removing these shows and programs just in an effort to to make a stance like they're not being asked to do so right it's clout. No, you think it's clout no they are being asked to do so absolutely they are being, oh yeah they're, so who who asked them who asked hbo max to remove gone with the wind that just seems uh, like a very I'll, I'll tell you who it was it, it was the screenwriter of 12 years a slave john ridley really oscar winner screenwriter yes wrote an That's op-ed in the la times yeah oh okay because i feel like there are so many movies out there that feature you know slavery and events of the times in a not so good light and every I movie feel like every there's movie. no way gone with the wind is the only one so it seems odd that it got singled out i guess but if there wasn't op-ed i guess i get why they did it but then even at that sense is removing just that movie the solution is it just if you call it out i remove it or do you just remove all of them or do you just say no we don't do that sorry so i, I read the op-ed <laughs> john ridley's point in the op-ed was that he doesn't want the movie just uh, uh, locked in a vault in Burbank for the rest of time. He wanted the movie to be re-uploaded with some sort of context. He wanted there to be like a disclaimer at the beginning to say like the depictions of slavery here are not accurate to the time and whatever. We've come a long way. Well, that was his I, point. I mean, do you... I'm fine with that. I get, I get where he's coming from. Uh, but is that something that we do every... 10 years or every 20 years or every 30 years to every movie because at, at some point every movie is a product of its time correct and I, I just have to wonder you know 100 years from now people will watch movies from 2020 and they'll think they're completely intolerant for one reason or another yes and isn't just the fact that the movie has a year next to its name isn't that the disclaimer Should i mean be. Sh- you would right? think yes i, I feel like you would i feel think. like if you understand the context outside of just what you're watching on the screen you have to understand like okay we, we talk about this all the time in the podcasts and i find that i enjoy movies a lot more when i understand who directed it 
who was behind the scenes, who were the people starring it and what were their careers like, when, what year did it come out? The context of a movie is important to understand, but it's not like it's not available. You can find that information. Right. You don't need to put... I want to know who is scrolling through HBO Max and is having a difficult time deciding between Justice League and Gone with the Wind on a Saturday night and chooses Gone with the Wind because he wants some popcorn entertainment. You know what I mean? Like if you're seeking out Gone with the Wind or you're watching four, it's a four hour movie, dude. If you're watching Gone with the Wind, I think you understand the context already. No, right. I feel like, like I feel like you should. I, I mean, you know that it's a classic film. You know, frankly, Scarlet, I don't give a damn. You you understand what Gone with the Wind is. I, I've noticed that there seems to be, I guess, two types of people. And I don't think this is separated by left and right or anything like race or gender or anything like that. But there tends to be two types of people. We either ass- tend to assume that people are intelligent or you assume that people are stupid. Yes. <laughs> I generally try to assume everybody I'm talking to is smart. Wow, that's giving yeah, people I, a lot of credit, because I don't. And that's, I, that's what people always say to me when I say that. They go, oh, that's giving a lot of credit. I'm like, oh, I, my assumption is that stupid people will get bored of what I'm saying and go back to Instagram. So I'm not talking to them. That's my assumption. Is like, if, you, if you're not interested in what I'm saying, that's, that's fine. But I don't want to talk to those people. I don't want to dumb myself down. To get to that level, you know, I don't want to assume people are stupid. I always try to assume that people are smart. And so to me, well, let me, let me put it this way. I assume people are as smart as me. You assume you are the average. I, yes. I, I operate as though everyone I has the same amount true. of intelligence as me. Okay. But yeah, because Nico's an idiot. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so I'd speak to everyone as though I'm talking to myself. You know what I mean? I don't try to go over anyone's head that, you know, or I don't try to go over my own head, (laughs) nor do I think I'm capable of going over my own head. (laughs) But I guess I don't know. Maybe I'm above average. Maybe I don't know. I have no idea. I am just much more interested in in talking to people, uh, assuming they understand things, assuming they're smart, assuming that they can come to their own conclusions. Right. So to me, uh, I think. Well, okay. here's the thing, though. Yeah. Regardless of intelligence, I think the majority of people are incapable of coming to their own conclusions. Do you think so? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, especially these days. I saw something interesting recently, and I actually like this. Uh, in, in, the, in the debate of fact-checking mm-hmm. on social media, right? Um, apparently, Twitter is doing a new feature where if people try to share an article that they haven't read, that they just saw the headline, Twitter will encourage them to read the article before sharing. Oh, nice. Oh, that's a great idea. That is a great I idea. I like that feature a lot. And if all of the solutions people have come up with for, for dealing with fake news, I think this is the best one. That is a great idea. That's f- because you know 90% of those retweets, people haven't read them. No. Right. No. And I, I feel like um, it's better than, you know, because people will always say, oh, well, how do I know the fact checkers accurate? Or people are always going to complain about that no matter who you pick. So just let the person decide, right? Right. And right. and we're just encouraging people to be more informed. And I think that's a good thing. I that's, might that's implicitly, the best move Twitter has made in like three months. <laughs> it might implicitly destroy what Twitter is, which is just the quick sharing of information without verifying it. That's pretty much what Twitter's <laughs> bread and butter is. But but I yeah, I, I really like that solution. And again, with if 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 with Gone with the Wind, rather than removing it, if they want to 
either add context to the movie or just say, hey, go look up some context yourself. (laughs) It's not our job to tell you the context, but do your research. I don't know if they wanted to do that. That's fine. I think it's good to have more information, but I, I do think it is a little silly to take it down. Yeah, I think it's pretty ridiculous, actually. I mean, we, ha- we have to draw a line somewhere, obviously. Like, we can't be showing, like, Soviet propaganda on Netflix. Well, no. Okay, maybe, <laughs> may- you know what, though? Maybe not, though. Maybe not. Maybe in the proper context, you can watch anything. I think that's, I, I think that's the in point. In the proper that context, yeah. Yeah. Maybe just, there is no line to draw. I mean, like, you can still get my comp at a library, right? Right, but then who decides the context and, and, and you know, what does the context look like? That's, that becomes the question, and that's why it's tricky. Yeah. No, I, I'm a big proponent of just letting everything get out there and fighting bad ideas, not just taking down bad ideas. You know, like I, I'm just put everything out there, put as much speech as possible. And I maybe I'm a little optimistic, but I think like the right speech, quote unquote, will win out. Maybe I'm wrong. Wow. You are optimistic. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, I, but you I, have I, youth I, on your side. So, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> you, you both I, 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 I ultimately do agree with you though <laughs> <laughs> i'm not on tiktok I, <laughs> then what's your tiktok name uh i'm not on tiktok sexy rob one two three <laughs> <laughs> elijah gives me a woody funny rob Four, five, tweets what <laughs> one two three <laughs> okay that's a good one <laughs> Uh, i want to talk about rob for a second though because he wanted he told me over text a few days ago that he wanted to have a therapy session oh i'm over it at this point i don't even know what What do you mean you're over it i don't know what i was taught i don't know what i was pissed off about that day you told me that you had chest pains oh yeah that's right yeah i ended up at the hospital last week on an ekg machine Wait a minute. You're like, oh, I forgot what it was about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. I was at the hospital. Yeah, that's right. I ended up last Friday yeah, kind of wondering, I, halfway having heart attack symptoms. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. So I had so, like, my muscles in my back and shoulder were so tight, they were starting to pinch nerves. Ooh. So I had to go on some medicine to try to settle that down a little bit. And has it been settled? I don't know. I feel better. And but you think it's stress related? I don't know. No, I I can't imagine what I'm stressed out about though. That's the problem. That now 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 I remember. <laughs> now I remember okay. I text. <laughs> like yeah, mm. it, it like why is my back muscles and shoulder muscles so tense that I I'm experiencing chest pains and headaches? Because I have nothing you, to be are, stressed. Do you just do you just have bad posture? Do you tense up your shoulders a lot? I probably have bad posture. I'm not going to deny that. Do you spin take around, back? spin around. Give me a profile shot of your back right now. <laughs> I want to see what I got here. <laughs> no, not like no, no, no. <laughs> Go no, I, no. But just face your shoulder, your right shoulder towards the camera. Yeah, that's bad posture. Sexy. Oh, it's not that bad though. Sexy, it's not the worst I've seen. Sexy pose. <laughs> Have you ever just tried taking a hot bath? Oh, oh no. no, don't oh, no. do that. No. Oh. Rob is removing his shirt and we're Where'd you get that honey, Rob? No. <laughs> oh thankfully He's now I'm right stroking next his to his left nipple. <laughs> thankfully I'm right next to my glory hole. <laughs> Thank God. 
<laughs> Good thing you rewired your internet over the yeah. house. You got all those holes in your wall. It's great. Uh, so yeah, I don't good. know. They did I, they did an EKG just to make sure that I hadn't had a heart attack. Mm. What does EKG stand for? Uh, electrocardiographic uh, gram. I have no idea. <laughs> I was gonna say his cardio spot with a K. <laughs> uh, I can't find my mouse. So you just let them just stick tubes in you. You don't even know what they did. Um, it's not into you. It, they like don't a, stick. It's, like a heart it's, test. it's just like sticky things on it. Yeah, you do, you go on like a treadmill, don't you? No, no. It's like ten wires that they put like sticky tape on on your chest and like side, and he pushes a button and it d- does it in about a half a second. Oh wow! An electrocardiogram is what EKG stands for. Oh, you were right, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I think it's because you don't stretch personally. I think you're probably right. I I I think you ought to stretch. I, I took your advice and I've started to do more of that. And it's working, right? It's helping. I think. Yeah. All right, Doctor Nico to the. But rescue. I'm also on medicine. <laughs> That could be helping too. <laughs> I'm also on. I'm also on. Could be the stretching. Could be the prescribed medicine. I'm on, on, could be the jumping jacks, or could be the hard drugs. I'm on it's one or the perpetual other. pain medication. So <laughs> definitely could be that helping. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but I don't know what I'm stressed about. Like I'm, like I can walk in and out of work whenever I want to. There's no financial issues. Nothing. How about all of those kids you got locked in your basement? Well, so that, stressing you out. That does add to it. Me trying <laughs> to screaming at night. Me, they just don't shut up. Me trying to recreate Kid Nation <laughs> in your basement. <laughs> oh, bad chickens deserve to die. Uh, oh man. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it was a. It was not a fun week last week. I guess. Is it is it your love life or lack thereof? No, it's not even that. That doesn't even bother me. I, I that, shit, Rob, that Rob was on it the other day over text with me. He's like, love is oh, that's is a fake right. Construct. My God, you know, I try. I and I, it, obviously it's working. I try in the mornings yeah. to just you know flush my mind of everything that's happened in the past and try to start new. Okay. And obviously okay. it's working because I forget these fucking text messages. That's a very healthy exercise. Yeah, I'm very surprised. Yeah. You just, you just, how do you do that? What's your process? I just look at myself in the mirror. (laughs) (laughs) I hit my head about 10 times against the wall (laughs) and and everything disappears. (laughs) Oh, look at that. No, it's just, it's just more of when I wake up in the morning, I just, you know, think, all right, it's a new day. We need to forget everything that's happened and we're going to start fresh. And it's just more of an nice. it's more of an attitude than it is a process, I guess. But yeah, I dig that. But yeah, we were having the love isn't real conversation again, <laughs> which I feel like we have like every five months. Probably. He goes, yeah, just love is not real, and we're never gonna find it. <laughs> because because I, mean, I was watching uh, Ninety Day Fiance the other way the other day, and that's when mm-hmm. the American leaves everything behind to go to another country for the yeah, love of by the it. way if you're looking for an accurate portrayal of love 
uh, 90 Day Fiance is definitely where you want to go. <laughs> right. <laughs> how, about, how about that woman who abandoned her two children? <laughs> oh, did you hear this horrible story? Uh, no. Um, There's this crazy news story. This woman, like, abandoned her two children, and they were missing for years, and it turns out they found their dead bodies in the husband's, like, y- okay. yard they've, in Idaho. They've been missing since September. And the guy is, they've been missing since, since September. I know this story very well. And And apparently him and the wife... Both of their spouses before they got married had died under strange circumstances, and they both like follow like weird cult like yeah uh, religion now. Oh my god! But it's it's also weird because this guy is a writer. Oh, he's like so a horror he, writer. No, no, no. He's not a writer or not a horror writer. He he has published books though. Oh my god! Uh, which is pretty weird. Now I was looking at some of his books and stuff, and it just looks funky. I don't know, man. Dude, someone is going to make such a shitty Lifetime movie about so this So there have already been two Dateline NBC specials about this Lori Vallow. It's fascinating stuff. Uh, so what happened exactly? What's the story? So in September, I, I, it's so... Con- I think you got to go further back it's than so that. It's so confusing than that because her first husband uh, was, was shot. Was killed by her brother. Yes. Her brother shot her first husband. Uh, in self-defense uh, right okay. and uh she just she didn't care she's like that mm-hmm. night had a pool party he's he died in the house and that night throws a pool party right and, and then apparently this other guy's wife also died strangely yes and then they got married they decided to they both started following this weird cult like religion and they both decided to move to Hawaii and her kids just had gone missing and family members had been trying to reach out and learn about where the kids were and they couldn't get straight answers from her for months and months. Yeah. So September and then they finally just found the bodies like yesterday. Yeah. September 23rd is when the kids went missing. The one was special needs and the other was like 17 years old. Yeah. Um, yeah. The boy. Oh my god. The boy was the boy was in the ten or eleven ish age. I can't remember. No, I think the boy was seven. Oh, I think was, it was seven? seven? He was that okay. Um, but you know, special needs. The the girl was like seventeen, uh, and the grandparents had just been frantically looking for him. And uh, so sad. And the mother is like, "Oh yeah, they're fine. They're fine. They're fine. They're safe." It's horrible, yeah. man. It's so sad. Charles Vallow had filed for divorce from his wife, claiming he was afraid she might kill him mm-hmm. and that she left apocalyptic beliefs, according to the outlet. Yes. Including that she was, quote, a god assigned to carry out the work of the 144,000 right. at Christ's second coming in July 2020. Which at so- this point I'm starting to buy could be a totally real event. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's seriously it's it's been such a wild year it has been the 144,000 number appears in the bible and has varying religious significance among different christian groups is it that like 144,000 people are going to be selected to like lay the groundwork to go to heaven yeah that's the uh whatchamacallit only 144,000 people make it to heaven yep the rapture yeah right after her previous husband's death Lori vallow moved with her children to rexburg idaho she was living there with Daybell, I don't know who that is, when the children's grandparents asked local police to perform a wellness check. Investigators say Daybell and Vallow allegedly lied about the children's whereabouts and left for Hawaii. 
That's where the police arrested Lori Vallow in February on child abandonment charges. She was again living with Daybell. And he's the writer, Daybell. Okay, so that is the new husband. That's an, yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah, this story and, uh, is... Yeah, so the old the old husband is the one that that said that he was afraid of her Christ-like... Uh, Mm-hmm. I, I would Christ I would though. encourage everyone to go back right. and watch the datelines on the two dateline episodes on this because uh, th- the one good journalist does what's his name that everybody loves from dateline anyway he does the episodes and they're great Lester Holt no not Lester Holt he's the host um, <laughs> oh god what's his name I didn't know we became a true crime podcast Keith Morrison <laughs> everyone loves keith morrison his intros to everything are incredible i gotta see if i can find a a keith morrison man there's you bring up a good point though there there are gonna be like 10 true crime podcasts about this case oh yeah oh for sure and it's gonna be insufferable (laughs) welcome to cereal (laughs) (laughs) oh god what's her name what's that bitch's name i don't remember Sorry, excuse you. So she's a fine Sorry. lady. Sorry, she's a fine lady that just uh, believes that a guilty kid is innocent. Hmm. Um, I don't know anything about her. Whoa. Okay, did I just did I just pick the wrong side? I don't know what I just did. <laughs> this is a story about a I crime don't know. that occurred. I don't know. It's about 50-50 there. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is Keith Morrison. This is a story about a crime that occurred a long time ago in Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> the way he Ooh. the way he draws out those words Arizona happened Arizona. in 1962 <laughs> lovely young couple just starting in life out on their date in a 1959 Chevrolet with those sweeping tail fans they want wow. that you know, this sounds like he's not reading a teleprompter he's reading bullet notes I think he is. I, I think he is. He's just got bullet points, he, and he's just making it up as he, he goes. Really, I think he's ad libbing. He really is an incredible, incredible on Dateline. He's the best yes. episodes are Keith Morrison episodes. Wow! And the resulting murder investigation voice. found no one for years until they finally latched on a man named Bill McCumber. What happened to Bill McCumber? is one of the stories of American jurisprudence that people talk about and have been talking about for decades. And that's the intro. Wow. Yeah. The Keith Morrison episodes are the best. I so think Keith Morrison has a podcast, actually. He probably does. I think he's got a true crime podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he probably does. I'm not kidding. Because this is how he got... I mean, this is what he's known for now. Is Give that man a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. I don't that care. is a horrible story, though, man. Yeah, the, yeah. Come on, Spotify, where are you? This this Valo Daybell thing is nuts. Yeah, I I, I better go to church because yeah, July twenty twenty. That sounds pretty plausible. To Spots me. are filling up, man. <laughs> one hundred and forty four. Yeah, There's, I gotta get uh, on that short list, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do some missionary work or this, something. But it's a Mormon thing. Because this is all part of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, wait, they're considering Mormonism a cult? That's her cult? <laughs> but she's a very she's a very radical <laughs> uh I I think Mormon. 
That she's not just she, Mitt yeah, Romney. I think I, th- I think it's not just that she's a Mormon. It's that she believes it's happening next month and her kids are dead. Right. I and, think that's the. And I don't the even issue. think that the the main Mormon religion believes the hundred and forty four thousand. I they they've they've distanced themselves from that. The Mormons do kind of flip flop on a lot of yeah, shit. They though. do. The Mormons used to be like, yeah, ten wives, everybody gets <laughs> yeah, them. But yeah. then once Mitt Romney became the nominee, it's like, ah, eh, now nah, they're just like you Christians. Yeah. <laughs> They're definitely up to some funky shit out there, man. Just watch the episode of South Park on Mormonism. <laughs> That's all you need to yes. know. <laughs> or, or just see the Book of Mormon. Or I would that? love to see the Book of Mormon. Me too. Yeah, we were, man. I think we were going to try to, and then you know, all the theaters closed. <laughs> so would love to see that play. Is it still on Broadway? I mean, not like Broadway's a thing anymore, but is it still on Broadway? I don't think so. It was going to be coming to the Aronoff for Broadway across America. Oh really? Yeah. Over here in Cincinnati, we were gonna go. We were that planning would, on trying to get some tickets. That would be fun. I would love to see that. That's the one like Broadway musical I'd want to see. The only one. The only no? one. You're not a not a musical guy. Not really. No. Not not Hamilton. Not no. Thank you. You can get it on Disney Plus next month. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I just finished the Mandalorian documentary. That was really interesting. God, they're milking that shit, aren't they? Oh, but my <laughs> God, the way they film that is incredible. Like, I'm just, oh, that's how they film everything now. No, no, no. no. Well, how do you think they filmed all the Marvel movies? It's not blue screen, though. It's not. They call this place the volume. They walk into this place and it's, it's sc- like screens, LED screens at three. Listen. Rob, it's John Favreau with the Disney budget. It's the exact same thing. All right, right. all right. <laughs> I guarantee you. <laughs> and I'm at, I love, I love the pompousness of them. They're like, not only are we going to film Mandalorian, we're going to film them filming the Mandalorian. <laughs> yes, dude, I am not interested in six episodes about a about a series that only ran for ten episodes. You, <laughs> you know, Nico, the, the shit they talk about uh, is the pompous bullshit that you would love. You would okay. Eat here, I got that I, shit up. I got a movie for you. If you're that impressed by how they shot the Mandalorian, all right. It's a movie called The Vast of Night. Okay. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay. And it is directed by a guy who, for the last 20 years, has been making promo videos for the Oklahoma City Thunder. This dude just had a production company in Oklahoma City, and he did, like, commercials and promo videos, and he just got really good with the camera, took all the money he made from that business, I think it was $600,000 he had set aside, and he made this movie by himself, his own production company, never made a movie before ever. And it's about UFOs. You'd love it. Oh, boy. UFOs over this small town in Texas. And I do not physically understand how this only cost $600,000. Wow. I'm it a- is unfreaking believable the shots they get. Okay. In this thing. Is it good? It's great. I'm going to watch Nick, this. You would love it. I'm going to watch this. Yeah. What's it, it called? It's called The Vast of Night. The Vast it's on Amazon Night. Prime. It, it, uh, it it was like they 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 tried getting it into a bunch of festivals. They submitted it to cons and Sundance and everything. The only festival that picked it up was this thing called Slam Dance, which is like the uh, like the yin to uh, Sundance's yang. It's like all the movies that are not good enough to get into Sundance get put into Slam Dance. Amazon saw it there, picked it up, and uh, it's been playing in like drive-in movie theaters for the last two months. 
as sort of like this marketing campaign. It's like cool. nostalgic marketing campaign. Is it going to scare it me? It is so good. No. Okay. No. Not scary. Because I, I, I'll do scary movies now. I do not do alien abduction scary movies. Even it, it really. Even though too close to home. Even too real. <laughs> even though I don't believe that we've ever been visited by aliens, I will not do alien abduction fucking scary movies. Yeah, yeah. So apparently, they just took over this town, this like small town in I think it was New Mexico, and uh, like they took a gymnasium. The the thing was set in the fifties. So they have a basketball game going on in the 50s. They yep. took over this high school gymnasium, scraped off all of the three-point lines because the three-point line was not a thing yet. Got all like the technology that they would have used in a high school in the 50s. Uh, got a old radio station, redid an old radio station. Cool. Um, and it's about a, a, uh, a guy that operates a radio station and a girl that's like a phone operator. She, she like... She's one of those people that had the plugs and that would like a transfer switchboard, calls. A switchboard operator. Yeah, a switch. There you yeah. go. A switchboard operator. And they discover that uh, there's a UFO out there. Oh, cool. And they have some shots in here. Like apparently they just rode around on ATVs and used like crazy drones to have these tracking shots go through this entire small town. It's the most incredible tracking shots I've ever seen in my life. No cuts anywhere. So good. I'm excited to watch so this. Good. I'm going to watch this this afternoon. You will love it. It is such a Rob movie. Okay. I can't wait. Anyway, why is love not real? <laughs> <laughs> Man, do we get off on tangents? <laughs> no, I, was- I don't know, man. How can you say love's not real when a person could, could squeeze a human out of their body? That's evolution. That, that is downright. <laughs> that is programmed into our DNA. To reproduce, yeah, right? But then, they, but then they love that thing, right? Yes. I, I, I'm not saying that love of a child, but but again, that's an evolutionary reaction. It's and why isn't why isn't romantic love evolutionary? Uh, no, it that that is more of along the lines of you just get comfortable getting naked with somebody, and you're like, yeah, I'll I'll spend the rest of my life with this person. So are you saying love is just your ability to be comfortable naked? Yeah. So people who are just comfortable being naked in front of anybody, they just love everybody. Yeah. And people who like clothes on can't love people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so are you a clothes on or a clothes off kind oh, of guy? I'm a clothes on kind of guy. <laughs> okay. I have clothes on right now. <laughs> That's interesting. That's an interesting theory that i just developed for you yeah well no because this guy met this other guy from mexico and he's he's an older gentleman he's almost 60 and this guy in mexico's 31 and he's leaving behind his children he had he, he was lucky enough to uh have children throughout his life um and he, he even said, you know, as a... G- I don't know if that's really luck. I feel like that's kind of like a, an no. action you have to take. No, no, no. no. Like- he said as a gay man, it, it, he oh, always wanted to have children, and he had the opportunity to do that. He ended up, I think, with a boy and then triplets uh, because of in vitro okay. fertilization. So he says, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a lucky thing as a gay man during that time. He says, I, was ne- I would never be able to adopt. 
but he said, "I f- wait." Did he have a wife? No, no, no. Well, he he just found I think this he was had just a, a carrier. He, he, just, okay. he found yeah. a friend who who agreed to have his children. Now yeah. I'm understanding the full situation. Okay, got it. Okay, and so he is blessed in life with kids and grandkids now. And he's like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to move to Mexico for this 31-year-old piece of ass. (laughs) 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 So, like, (laughs) I I don't understand it. First of all, moving to another country for another person is completely foreign to me. Somebody that I met online. That's a foreign concept. In fairness, when you turn 60, you like to move down to Florida. I mean, it could just be he just wanted... A free vacation and he found somebody who would take him in <laughs> true maybe but i just don't get it like i don't understand why you would leave depends ev- on the person but, ev- but you're not a 60 year old gay man <laughs> <laughs> not yet right a few more years no but as i said to you over text like i would i would move to afghanistan for margot robbie yeah you know like if Scarlett really? jo- yeah, if Scarlett Johansson wanted me to move to North Korea, that's cool. <laughs> so it depends on the person. Depends on the person. Yeah, but would you leave? I, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> would you leave behind your kids and grandkids? I mean, probably not. But like, exactly. Okay. This is not love, though, Rob. No. That's the problem. But nothing. Is that you're taking marching orders from 90 Day Fiance. Nothing is love, because love isn't real. Not to the contestants, or whatever you want to call them, on 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> contestants. I love it. That's I the love point. that they're contestants. <laughs> So, yes, they might as well be. It's so funny. I'm sorry, love, the actors I on love, 90 Day Fiance. No, 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 contestants. <laughs> I like the word contestant. They're there to win a prize. Yeah. Yeah. No, you have said this for a very long time, that love essentially is an extension of comfort. Yeah. Yeah. It's that it's something you develop over time, which I think, like, first of all, tomato, tomato. Like, you're basically saying the same thing. I mean, you could, like, there is an element of comfort that goes along with love. Yeah. But what I said to you was that the love is the commitment. Love is saying, I'm going to drop everything else. And I'm going to promise to be with this person forever. That's the point. It's not just a feeling that you get. You know, yeah, it's not just like some it, pixie dust it, that gets rubbed it, on it, you. It's in more of, of an action than it is a feeling. Correct. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Correct. But that I think that is the great. And here I am speaking actually, as more a than single 24 year old. I actually think more than an action. It's a decision. Correct. Ooh. Yes. Yes. There, There is, I think, this idea. And this is the reason why I think the divorce rate is 50%. Again, never been married, but that's just my <laughs> opinion. That, uh, you know, you haven't even shaved you your balls, it. so let's not even. Like. You, you go, <laughs> you go into it with this feeling like I'm in love with this person, and this spark is going to last forever. And then when the spark fizzles out, you believe you're no longer in love, so you leave them. Whereas that was never the deal, right? The deal is that I'm with you even when the spark is gone. Yeah, that's the love, right? The love is I decide to be with this person forever. Yeah. So yeah. quit chasing the spark, Rob. I'm not chasing Chase after stability. any spark. Chase stability. I have you know? st- I have stability. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and introduce a little uh, instability. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, thank you. 
I have money in the stock market. That's enough instability in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Find your piece of ass, your hot piece of ass down in Mexico. All right. You got to just do it. Uh, Just all right. Hmm? So what else do you guys know? What else is new? Uh, Lindsey Graham gets prostitutes, I guess. God, I heard about Lady G. That's pretty nuts. Yeah. Is it though? I Senator has I mean, sex alle- with allegedly illicit people. That's not really a that's that's sort of a dog bites man story. If yeah, you ask but, me. but it's male <laughs> prostitutes when he's been completely against, you know, the gay community. Yeah. OK, so maybe it's what dog bite dog. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> dog strokes dog. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I, at the end of the day, it's like. Any story, politician lies, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> does something illegal. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, it's like, yeah, of course. I expect that at this point. By the way, this is why, like, you shouldn't criticize hypocrisy. No. You know what I mean? That's why, like, hypocrisy is a slippery slope. Yes. Because, yeah, like, people. You mean, like, as a public figure? Well, or... no, I mean, the I, this is why I've always said, like, I, I think Pendulette has a great quote about this. He says that, um, he has no problem with hypocrisy because if you say one thing and you do another, that doubles the chance of me agreeing with you. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like this, this, <laughs> this idea that now Lindsey Graham was anti-gay in legislation and turns out that he is gay. So now people are killing him on Twitter. Allegedly. For being gay. Allegedly. Right. Allegedly. Or whatever. But there's nothing <laughs> oh, but wrong the, yeah, with Yeah. And then they're gay. attacking him. For yes. the, yeah. I yeah. see your you point. You know what I mean? It's so you, you get in this sort of like, also, the thing about hypocrisy is you can play it both ways. And you, know, you can criticize I, either side for being hypocritical. We're that's really a good point, like, though, too. I, I've never had a problem with like hypocrisy so much just because everybody's a hypocrite. Right. It's, it's a human trait. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's, it's inherent in who we are because we are flawed creatures. Yes. Yeah, but don't make yeah. laws specifically against people. You could have stopped that don't make laws. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I would have agreed with you. But don't make laws that specifically hurt the people that uh, you use yourself. Okay. No, wait a minute. No, I'm going to stop you there, though. End of sentence. Don't make laws that hurt people. It doesn't matter who you are. I mean, that's the point. That's a very good point. Don't make laws that hurt people. The point is it doesn't matter. Yeah. It it does not matter how Lindsey Graham likes to get down in the bedroom. There is nothing immoral about it. It's fine. It's okay. The problem is that, you know, it, because he says one thing and does another, we kill him twice. Yeah, but don't let you know, don't make laws against nipple piercings when you yourself like your nipples to be played with. <laughs> doesn't matter. Again, it doesn't matter if you like getting nipples. It's like I, I have never done an illegal drug in my life ever. I've never smoked marijuana. I've never done cocaine. I've never done anything, but I wouldn't make a law to prevent other people from doing it. To me, it's like, as long as it doesn't impact other people, I don't care what but, you do. So, like, but that's, you know, I would never, I would never ban alcohol, but I'm okay with banning drunk driving. Sure, but but Nico, your point is, is wrong. You Why? you're you're saying you've never done drugs. Fine, so you're not going to make laws against it. But right. it's the opposite with Lindsey Graham. He's doing the drugs. And making yes. laws against other people doing it. That's well, fucking matter. bullshit. I think Nico's saying ma- it doesn't matter if he does or doesn't do the thing. He shouldn't yes. be making laws against it. 
Yes. Regardless of what he's doing. Okay. He's saying it does, it, the fact that he makes laws against the yes. hypocrisy. They are two separate issues. Right. The fact that he does drugs would be okay. It and the fact that he makes laws that prevent use of drugs does not make the drug use bad. That's the point. No, but it they're, makes they're two separate issues. It makes the abuse of power bad. That is an absolute abuse of power. But the, again, the hypocrisy doesn't make the abuse of power worse. Yes, it does. No, it, see, that's where I disagree with you. I don't think it does. Well, it's I mean, bad if you on come its to, own. Abuse of power. I, I see where Rob's coming from, where you see you have these mayors and governors saying uh, we have to lock down. You can't go outside. And then they go out and get a haircut. Yes. That's an abuse of power. Yes. Well, if they're using now, their but, stature but again, in order to get that haircut. But, they but in that same argument, Rob, I would say also that we would all agree that they shouldn't have made the law to ban the haircuts in the first place. <laughs> yeah. right? right. That would have been the logically that would be where we where we sh- would stand. That makes sense. Not really, because <laughs> <laughs> because the reason we banned haircuts temporarily was to keep people safe. I have no problem with making laws that keep people safe. I do. Yeah, I do too. Really? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. 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 Those who sacrifice liberty for security <laughs> serve neither. <laughs> Is that the phrase? Something like that. So that's a separate issue. So you're no, I just so I, you're no 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 no, no 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 no. You're against laws to keep the food supply safe. Uh is that security? As long as we're not as long as we're not taking away people's ability to do things. As long as we're not taking away people's rights. Okay, but well uh, and then no, and then we get into the issue of what's a right and the, well, it's a whole no, thing. It, and this it, is why it, the coronavirus also, issue was so messy. Yeah. It, 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 it also <laughs> yeah. no, but it also gets to the heart of the issue of what is safety. And right. and like sure, and, sure. where do you draw the line? Because if you really wanted to keep people safe, you would require that no one ever drive an automobile ever again. Right. That's right. A good so point. There, you you've got to draw the line. You've got to do the calculus. Well, well then we shouldn't eat food. I mean, you're 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 essentially saying that we should do things that kill us. I I mean, honestly, or not kill no, us. No, you should give people the right to do things that can kill them. Okay, fine. That's the point. Fine. Nobody's saying that uh, somebody can't eat a, 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 a cow that is infected with mad cow disease. But we don't want that cow to get into the food supply. Right. Well, because we don't want people to unknowingly eat a cow with right. mad right. cow that's disease. What, that, that's about transparency. If they, label, if they label the meat mad cow meat and somebody says, hey, well, it's half <laughs> off. You know, that's on them. <laughs> you know? I, don't, I don't see the problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> if you're at the grocery store and there's a sale <laughs> yeah that that's a law that's a law uh preventing someone from doing something to someone else that would endanger that other person's life okay th- th- so, there's a difference between that and allowing people to take risks that are not putting other people at risk just putting themselves at risk that's why drunk driving is bad drunk driving is bad not because right. it can kill you drunk driving is bad because you can kill someone else on the road and that's, that's the difference and that's, and that's where the coronavirus thing also became bingo. a very interesting topic bingo right yeah it, it became a very interesting topic because right. uh obviously we want to prevent like people who are at risk or elderly from getting the virus right i didn't necessarily have a problem 
I, I kind of I kind of had a problem with uh, the the shutdown being so economically devastating, where there wasn't really assistance for a lot of businesses to be able to do their work. Right. Like it, there should have been more guidelines ahead of time and um, more assistance for businesses to uh, ha- develop a digital transformation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and and that was bad. That was tricky. Right. Um, I don't mind, you know, I, it's annoying wearing a mask, but I don't mind it at the end of the day. It's right. not so annoying that I'm not going to do it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it, but, it's, it became yeah. a very interesting thing. Yeah. Well, it's that idea that, like, your right to use your fist ends at my face, you know? Yeah. It's like you can take as many risks as you want. You can do whatever you want with your own body until it affects me. But it is a gray area when it comes to diseases. And the other thing is... When you're in a position of power and you have to decide what people are allowed to do during times of crisis, you have to do this calculus, which is how is it going to affect mental health? How is it going to affect economic instability? Uh Are people going to starve because they're out of work? Do we have a, a, a legitimate safety net in place for people so we can shut down the country for three months and no one gets hurt? And the truth is that we don't. We just don't. It's not feasible at this moment in time. And it's also impossible, as you said, to be able to provide sufficient funding for businesses because Congress can't agree on anything. No. Mm -hmm. So like this should have been more than just here's a $1,200 check, which is an arbitrary amount. Really? I mean, I guess it's based on minimum wage, but even then like it's an arbitrary amount and it's not going to help anyone do anything. If people actually invested in small businesses, if the government actually said, we're going to give enough money to every small business in order to maintain normalcy. And we're going to pay these businesses to stay closed. Well, and they kind of did that with the PPP loan. They did. Yeah. Kind of. Sort of. But it was a half measure, though, at the same time. But that's all we can ever agree on is a half measure. That's that's a half measure because there were still employees that said, I would rather collect unemployment. Yeah. So a, a lot of times these small business owners didn't even pay their employees because they were making more off of unemployment. Yeah. Right, and then they actually, and that's why they recently changed the PPP loan. They made it so that a smaller portion of it needs to go to unemployment or needs to go to um, salaries. Yeah. Yes, to help that. Yeah, it's it's um, very. So messy. I, I just think the math was wrong. Like you have to, of course, like staying home theoretically keeps a lot of people safe, but keeping people at home also endangers more people, and you sort of have to to weigh the scales and i don't think the scales were ever weighed it was just one or the other and well nobody have to no, one nobody's other. prepared yeah for this and, well, and I, don't, I don't blame anybody specifically mm-hmm. uh because i don't think that's fair to blame anybody no. for for well, everyone this thing was that, on board for this so yeah, I, mean, I don't think it, it's it came fault. out it came out of nowhere yeah yeah for the most part you know normally with these types of things we have a lot more data up front and preparation time and we didn't and we just did the best we could i think and it was a messy fucking job. And Lindsey Graham allegedly loves porn star penis. And okay. I don't care. That's, That's fine. Fine. Yeah. That's fine. That's the something. point, though. <laughs> I've also never cared. Like, I didn't care that Bill Clinton got a blowjob. I don't care. It's fine. Hmm. Do I care that Bill Clinton got a blowjob? Do you care? Well, here, here's what here's what I'll say. Not in not the in act his of getting a <laughs> not in his private of office. A blow job is, <laughs> yes, at the White House. The act of getting a blowjob is not bad. That that's the that's the equivalent, right? The fact that he got a blowjob isn't bad. The fact that he got it in the Oval Office was bad. The fact that he got it from an intern that he had a position of power over was bad, right? Oh, that's sure. The, that's 
The but, act of a blowjob is not bad. No. Just like the act of gay sex is not bad. You know what I mean? That's why Lin- that part of Lindsey Graham's personality is not particularly scandalous. The homophobic legislation can be. Yeah. But it but should the, be scandalous regardless of his political affiliations or what he does in his free time. The homophobic time. legislation has nothing to do with the gay sex. And that legislation doesn't make the gay sex bad. That's my point. Yeah. That's I agree point. with you. I yeah. see your point. That was a fun dive down Liberty Lane. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to have some time to do some country music today, but we've really pissed away this show. Yeah, we this, did. This might we? be the most intelligent two cents we've had in a long time. I kidding? don't highly know about unlikely. that. <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> Even our glory hole of discussion was like more sophisticated than last week's. <laughs> <laughs> we learned so much about glory holes last week. We did. It was did. fun. We learned so much about ourselves this week. Oh, we guys. did. <laughs> we do have to revisit country music, though. That was a fun bit. Yeah, keep leaving your suggestions in the uh, Discord. We have a few of them ready to go. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, yeah, join the yeah, Discord. Yeah. Go uh, to the website, toomanythoughtsmedia.com or tmt.media and uh, click on the join our Discord link. We have, let's see what the new count is. 39 people on there. Whoa. We could get that up to 50. Absolutely. Come on, guys. Join the Discord. Uh, I put a link there if you want to get a two cent shirt. Ooh. Uh, Because I know someone was requesting it. Bennett wanted a two cent shirt. Nice. So I I, I put up a quick little link there. I'm not making any money off of these. It's just you can print them from the website (laughs) and the website sends them to you. Oh, that's cool. If you want that. Yeah. Took yeah. like five go ahead, seconds. Go so. ahead. Go ahead. Use my logo. Make some money off of it. It's not. <laughs> fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. Oh, God. Uh, so you can do that and uh, talk about the uh, Big Brother All Stars cast. That's right. All that good stuff. And you can finally see a picture of Rob's face. What? <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to scare you. <laughs> God, we're gonna. <laughs> the countdown has begun. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Nick? I was gonna say, we're gonna film a documentary with you one day and we're gonna have to blur your face. I know. Well, we gotta figure this out. When are you guys coming out? Let's talk off air. All right. Yeah, we were chatting about this. Good. Because yeah. I'm pretty much done with work now till August. Once August, yeah, we have some ideas. Once August comes, then it's bad. But anyway, okay, we'll talk. I'm not finding eco tweets. Yep. How about you? At Tacky Slacks. Ooh. On the Twitter. How did you come up Instagram. with that name? Oh, I have no clue. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I am uh, Rob RFF everywhere. But join our Discord. It's a lot of fun. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next time.